This is the former and five-time world Madden champ, Jordan 13-8, and you're listening to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. Good morning. It is November 18th, 2023, 8 a.m. sharp. We are here to enjoy the 166th edition of the Hidden Oaks Overdose podcast. And with that, hello everybody and welcome to Just That Podcast. I am one of the lovely hostess, the Garlic Johnson. We are joined as always by your other lovely hostess, the Joshua Mitchell. Josh, say hi to the folks out there. Hola. We appreciate people who chat along in the Discord. We appreciate people that check out the segment start times down in the description below. And we most great, greatly, most definitely appreciate at Levi Oki Illustration on Instagram for providing all the beautiful art that the people can see currently within Spotify or on YouTube or within our Discord or wherever else Carmel Bear might be lurking with his beautiful hood pod art. Josh, how we doing I actually this believe morning? I saw some in the Sistine Chapel. In the Sistine Chapel? Wow. Good for Carl there. He's really up in his game. Was it a penis randomly hidden somewhere? Maybe covered in flowers? Uh, No. No, it was not. It was actually a very accurate depiction of Lightning McQueen. And it was covering uh, the the portrait that I forget the name of. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well... Without any sort of hint or any sort of guess, I couldn't really help. How are you doing this morning, Josh? I doing, Gar. It's a beautiful Saturday morning. A little nippy, but it's going to warm up probably because weather's weird. Um, it's also my uh, anniversary with Nikita. So Whoa, got that going. You, you crazy kids have been married, what, six years now? Yeah, something around then. Is there it's any- the iron. Oh, I was literally just gonna ask what kind of anniversary it was. It's the Iron University, so our university anniversary. So what? Uh, what? What'd you get her? I got her new iron. What does that even mean? You know, to iron clothes. Oh, I see. I I'm just you, kidding. I thought no, you just I got her like a bar a, of iron. I got yeah, yeah. I got her an iron, an iron bunch ingot. of iron ore. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Gotta smelt it herself. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I got her a, uh, It is a. Um, it was a hand forged iron rose. Ooh, that sounds bougie as hell. That sounds cool. It, it was not. It's 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 pretty nice. It's a little heavy. I mean, it's iron. Yeah, she's made of fucking iron, dude. That's sweet. What? Uh, uh, so do you, do you give that to her later tonight then, or what'd you get from her? Um, I gave that to her this morning, and then she got me a set of pens that are golf clubs, and there's a little golf ball, and it's and like when you take it out of the case, on the you flip it over, you put the flag in, and you could golf while you write. So yeah, definitely going to be using that while working. Wow. I was just going to say, Nikita knows you do. That's going on your work desk and never leaving, right next to the Play-Doh and the Rubik's Cube and the... Well, see, I did we lost all of our offices so i'm no longer able to uh um i'm no longer able to have like the play-doh and stuff because we're all in cubicles so if anybody walks by they'd be able to see so i got on wednesdays i'm at anoka tech and i have an office there and so i might just have to but i share it because somebody on thursdays comes in and they use it so i might just have to so like you need a golf bag him. yeah i might need to leave him a little bribe and then because i mean i did leave so somebody dropped off somebody at the tech dropped off like 
one of those 155 piece candy bags for Halloween oh, yeah. to use as like a, uh, for outreach events to bait um, a bunch of kids. Was, yeah. Yeah. And, and I just said, yeah, I'll take it. And yeah, those things haven't seen a single kid. It's literally just been me and my coworker eating them back and forth. And so during meetings, he'll call out, call me out and go, yeah, I think there's some, some elves coming in at night and stealing all our candy for the outreach events. Um, and I just laugh and, because yeah, it's not elves. It's it's him. So I, I keep him bribed with candy, and maybe he'll let me leave my golf clubs at at the office there. There you go. I guess have you come to a nice little understanding then. Yep. Um, Walters did ask in the chat, "Did you lose the golf ball already?" No, no. Okay. How small is the golf ball? How how likely are you to lose it uh, rapidly? Well, it's the size of a pea. So. I'm going to guess it, I mean, but it is in a containment area. So like when I do hit or when I, you know, use the clubs, it, there's, there's walls on all sides. So, um, I'd have to really get a hold of one to get it out of the box and then lose it. And so I'm going to guess it'll last about six minutes. All right. Well, we'll find out. We'll, we'll check back in on the golf clubs. Uh, if I remember at any point later in the season, um, and Josh, never mention it again. <laughs> are we ready to get into the meat and potatoes of this lovely breakfast show? The start and sits? Yeah. I like meat and potatoes. All right, Josh. Let's get into it. How did we oh, do oh, last week, it. Mr. Start Set Commissioner? Well, last week, Gar, you led the way with a two <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yep. And then I, myself, went second, one out of five. And Walters went second as well with one out of five. Uh, the Who difference, was the better Gar, second? Yeah. Uh, the difference is, um, Gar, you were 9.6 positive. So, you 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 know, decent win. Uh, I was positive 1.9. And Walters was negative 1.25. Loser. Um, but, yeah. So, overall, you're 19 out of 45 with negative 29.4. I'm 12 out of 45. Yikes with negative 49.85 and Walters is 6 out of 20 with 26.25 so yeah we are struggle blossom but we did change the format so the scores are going to be a little bit different this this i mean they're not necessarily current because i haven't gone back to edit everything because in the first couple weeks if we pick different players one of us was getting positive eight and the other was getting negative eight so that's kind of a 16 point swing and so it if i were to go back and even it out to where the low score is zero and then the winner gets the positives it'd probably be a quite a bit different scores but uh this week gar we're got we've got what i like to call the qbs of the future okay waiver wire um the future of waiver wire geno smith at the los angeles rams going up against justin fields coming off of the ir at detroit he was not on the ir fun fact but justin fields coming off of injury at detroit we got this then, is a, we are a hybrid podcast, Josh. I need you to report accurate things, okay? Okay. And then Matthew Stafford versus Seattle. Stafford. Oh, Josh. I mean, Gino, he's currently quarterback 19. So in most places, he's probably not starting. Um, we're getting to the end of the bye weeks. Um, yeah, I don't know. Gino Smith's best week was last week from a fantasy perspective. He put up 24 points. Uh, he'd only been in the 20s one other time this season. So if you want to go with recency bias, when he was playing the commies last week, he had his best week. Uh, 31 completions for 369 yards and two touchdowns and one rush for 13 yards as well. And Justin Fields, of course, um, 
he has been injured with that thumb injury for quite some time. The two games before that thumb injury were back in week four and week five. He put up 27.9 and then almost 33 points. Um, He's playing Detroit, so that should be a high-flying game. Detroit's defense is pretty good, but Detroit's offense is also really good. So I think Justin Fields will have a lot of series, a lot of volume. Uh, But it's hard to know when a player's been out for one, two, three, four, uh, four and a half weeks, we'll call it. And then Stafford, you know, he's coming off an injury. He's also coming off a bye. Um, He has not cracked 20 points once this season. So Stafford's out for me. He's the lowest of the lowest ranked of the three. He's quarterback number 21. Uh, Well, I guess that's not true because Justin Fields is 24. But he's missed a bunch of games. If I were to look at their average per game, I'm sure Justin Fields is higher. Uh, So Stafford's out for me. It's between Geno and Fields, so it's basically a floor play versus a ceiling play. Geno Smith is playing the Rams. I don't know if I said that yet, but I'll go with Justin Fields. I think that there's a lot of uh, there's a shootout potential here um, for the Bears and the Lions, and uh, I like that. I'll play the ceiling play in Justin Fields. I too am going to go with the ceiling play in Justin Fields. Um, I do feel like Detroit's defense is 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 pretty stout, but Justin Fields' escapability is going to help out a little bit on that pass rush. Um, and I, I have a feeling that they're going to try and get the game going with some screens and some short passing plays to get the ball out of his hands quick. Um, but yeah, the, I think that Fields is going to be my pick as well. All right, what does Walters want to do? Uh, I will go with Justin Fields as well. All right. Fields across the board. Boring, but you know what? It is what it is. We'll move on to the running backs. Josh, these running backs are, I'll call these the name brands. At least two of the three are heavy name brands. The third one is certainly coming to be quickly. And all three of these running backs, fun fact, are on the road this week per Josh's notes. We've got Speaking of Josh, we've got Mr. Josh Jacobs running back for the Las Vegas Raiders playing at Miami. Um, we have quarter, or excuse me, running back Derrick Henry playing at Jacksonville. He is the running back for the Tennessee Titans. And then we have running back Rashad White for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing at San Francisco. Um, so Rashad White definitely traveling the furthest there, going all the way from Tampa Bay to San Francisco. Um, doesn't get much further than that in the NFL. Um, Josh, who do we like here? Jacobs, huh. Henry, or White? Vegas to Miami is pretty far too. Well, that's true. I was Miami to Seattle would probably be maybe the furthest in the NFL. Who knows? But yeah, Josh, who do I'm you gonna like? go. Uh, you know, Rashad White's had a few good games back to back. Baker likes to find him out of the backfield. He's been explosive. The San Fran defense is still pretty solid. Uh, so that's a little bit of uh, wishy washy. Uh, Josh Jacobs. Um, at Miami, that game is probably going to be done through the air a little bit more, even though Aiden O'Connell is duty. Um, Derek Henry, he hasn't had necessarily the best season so far going at Jacksonville. Jacksonville has been kind of all over the place. Um, but I'm going to go with Derek Henry on this one. Uh, just just a gut feeling, I guess. Ooh, he's going back to the truth in this, kids. Um, yeah, this one's tough. I mean, at Miami, I mean, I don't, I don't think Josh Jacobs will have much production. He can catch really well, but Aiden O'Connell just kind of stinks. Derrick Henry, um, this is, he's running back 12, so he's still, oh, Nikita's listening live. Wow. Um, uh, Derrick Henry had a really bad week last week. And then, I don't know, this is, I don't know if I like any of these options this week, honestly. Um... Just for funsies, I'll go with Rashad White. 
Um, he's playing San Francisco. He's playing the worst defense, but that Tampa Bay team has been very weird this year, and uh, they've been doing some things in games people aren't expecting them to do. So I'll ride with Rashad White just to go for a black sheep candidate. Walters, what do you think? I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs this week. Oh, we all three got someone different. Spicy. Coming up next, we have the 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 pass catching outwiders. Um, we've got uh, uh, Puka versus Seattle. Kirk, not Cousins, versus Tennessee. And then Matheson at Denver. Did you say Matheson? Yeah, because adding Addison, Matt, Matt. Boo. Um, I mean, Puka Nakua should be okay. He's got uh, he's got Matthew Stafford coming back. He did struggle last week with uh, Stafford didn't play their previous week, right? When they were playing Green Bay, or did I Stafford think it was, play? Uh, ripping. Ripen. Well, they didn't. Right, ripen. Yeah. Right, ripen. Who has since been cut from the team? Um. So Puka should be okay. He has had a couple bad performances with Stafford, but overall he's had two. He's had a week to get healthy. They just had their bye. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars stink, um, or Trevor Lawrence stinks. I'm not sure which is which. Christian Kirk almost always puts up double-digit performances. He's only had two single-digit performances this year, so he should be a pretty safe. I'd say Christian Kirk probably has the safest floor. Of course, I say that a lot, but uh, and then I'm wrong, just like I said about Michael Thomas last week or two weeks ago, and then Michael Thomas put up a goose egg or one catch against the fucking Vikings. And Addison, I mean, since Josh Dobbs has been in town, he hasn't been as explosive. He has put up two single-digit performances, 7.7 and 8.9 half-point PPR. He's had seven targets both games for five receptions and four receptions. Uh, has not got in the end zone yet with our with the Rocket Man, the Pastronaut, Josh Dobbs at the helm. Um, who who's the best uh, who's the best corner endeavors at Patrick Sertain or something like that? Or am I getting my teams mixed up? Yeah. Yeah, Patrick Sertain is fucking good. Um, so assuming Addison's our primary, Justin Jefferson is officially questionable. I really doubt that we would rush Jefferson back. I imagine Jefferson won't come back until next week. So assuming Jefferson doesn't play, I'm out on Addison. I'm out on Kirk. I will play Puka Nakua. Josh? Christian Kirk for me. Um, I feel like he's been pretty solid um, in the recent weeks. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with Christian Kirk. All right. And Walters. Recency bias says to stay away from Puka Nakua, but with Matt Stafford back, I have to go with Puka Nakua. Oh, wow. You didn't even pick the Viking. Not even a good enough homer, dude. Jeez. All right, Josh, we'll move on to the tight end position. Um, we've got Dalton Kincaid, rookie wonder for the Buffalo Bills, playing versus the Jets. We have the other rookie wonder, the real rookie wonder, Sam Laporta for the Detroit Lions, playing versus Chicago. And then uh, on the other side of the field, opposing him, giving him weird scowls as he's on the sideline, we have Chicago Bears tight end Cole Komet playing at Detroit. Josh, if you had to pick between Kincaid, Laporta, or Komet, who would you start this week and why? <laughs> Well, I think that the Jets' defense is very good. And Kincaid, he, he's pretty solid. They're probably going to move him around. They just fired their offensive coordinator. Josh Allen feels like it's his fault. Um, so he may come out and try to... Um, he either is going to come out and try to you know save this new guy's, Joe Barry's, um, job before it starts. 
or he's going to come out and play with the saddies and do bad like always. Um, so Kincaid's kind of a toss up. Komet's had some pretty solid weeks, but with the Detroit defense and all of that jazz, um, it's a kind of a toss. And with uh, Fields coming back, it's a complete kind of, I don't know, because Komet was targeted a lot with the, the badgeant. Um, so I'm going to go with Laporta, uh, mainly because anytime you get law in front of something, it's usually pretty good. Las Vegas, Los Angeles, you know. So I'm just going to go with Laporta, Potty. Okay. Uh, yeah, Kincaid has certainly been good since Dawson Knox has gone out. He's put up uh, multi-double-digit performances. Um, he'll probably get you about, should get you 10 points, you'd think, this week. I don't think the Jets' defense would be particularly better against tight ends for any particular reason. Uh, so Laporta should be a very, or uh, Kincaid should be a safe choice. Laporta has been lighting it up most of the year. <clears throat> His lowest, uh, let's see here, he has... Over, he has double-digit targets three times this year already. He's had never had less than four targets, which for a tight end is pretty darn good. Um, Laporta, also a very safe option. Komet, I think, is the most boomer bust, but he is tight end five on the year. I know within rankings within the tight ends don't usually mean as much because there's generally a giant cliff between tight end two, tight end three, and then kind of the rest of the pack. But Cole Komet is tight end five right now. Um, he has he did get targeted heavy with Badgett, but he also also has uh, a couple high target games back when Fields was playing as well. Um, I think I'll ride with Komet. I'll, I'll stick with my ceiling play. I think with along with Justin Fields, I think Komet has a good chance to boom today. So obviously, I love hey. I love Laporta. Excuse me, tomorrow. Uh, I love Laporta. I've been talking about him all year. I've drafted Kincaid and Dynasty as well. But I will stick with Cole Komet, Josh, for this specific fantasy week. Walters, who do you like in the tight end race this weekend? Kincaid, Laporta, or Komet? I will take Dalton Kincaid. Ooh, another one where all three of us have picked someone different. All right, Josh, finally with your box here, and I do have a couple bonus start sets. We have the flex position. Um, these players aren't nearly as sexy, but a couple of them maybe someday, and maybe one of them's on the downturn. We have wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs, Mr. Rasheed Rice. We have, um, and maybe I should be reading this to you, sorry, or you should be reading this to me, but it's too late now. We have yeah. wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders, Mr. Jacoby Myers, and we have have wide or running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mr. Jalen Warren at Cleveland. Josh, since I stole your thunder, who do you like this week in the flex? Well, I think the Philly versus KC games are going to be a high flying passing affair. Um, both teams have, I mean, Philly's had a little bit of a downturn as far as their pass uh, defense goes this year. Rasheed Rice is definitely not the top target, but he's he's earning some um, trust on the in the passing game. Jacoby Myers has had down weeks um, or a few down weeks now there, but that game is going to be most likely going to be through the air because it'll be behind uh, from the opening kickoff essentially. Um, and then Warren, he's been lighting it up. He was introduced as the starter last week, in case you didn't see that, although in Pittsburgh it doesn't necessarily matter. Um, at Cleveland, Cleveland's defense has been very stout, but that that's a division matchup, and division games are always wonky. Especially so in the of, AFC I mean, North. Yeah, this is kind of a weird one. Um, but you know what? I'm going to go with Jalen Warren. 
Ooh, I think that's a spicy pick. I mean, everyone's pointing to Jalen Warren had his best fantasy week last week with a 51% snap share. Najee Harris also had his best week last week. Shout out to the Packers for just propping up these Steelers running backs. Najee Harris also had a 51% snap share. So there must have been a couple plays where they're both on the field at the same time because they were dead even in snap share. And uh, Jalen Warren had one less catch than, excuse me, one less carry than Najee Harris. They both got in the end zone. Um, and their fantasy performance was difference by uh, 0.9. Najee Harris had one more catch. Jalen Warren had 20 more rushing yards. I mean, they were dead even as far as usage goes. So you can call Jalen Warren the starter. He certainly had the highest uh, snap percentage of the season for him, Um, but it looks like they're going to be in a dead heat with each other unless they're going to wean Najee Harris out of the lineup, which I severely doubt. Um... I do think that's a nice pick, though. At Cleveland, the toughest defense, that's tricky for me. I don't know. I could ramble a lot during this segment. I'll just say Rasheed Rice. Walters, who do you like? Man, this is tough. I think I'm going to go with Jacoby Myers, just from a target standpoint. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go with that. All right. Well, all right. I now have a couple of questions for you boys because we've uh, we didn't use up all our time just yet. Um, so de- I guess it's more of a philosophical question than anything. But as we're depending on what your playoff position is currently, some of us are feeling pretty good about our playoff position. Um, you could be nine and one at this point. You could be eight and two, seven and three, something like that. So I have a pretty good chance of making the playoffs with just four regular season weeks to go. Um, does that affect at all how you set your starting lineup? Whether you're willing to play more risky plays versus more uh, safe plays? Do, do you does your playoff position or your rankings at the moment heading towards the playoffs change how you set your lineup at all no nope not at all i uh keep my foot on the keep my foot on the gas and just keep trucking along okay well all gas no break that was supposed to be a segue into uh into my next question because i feel like one of these is a, a higher ceiling play one of them is a higher floor play I've got David Montgomery and Raheem Mostert in one of my leagues. I feel like Raheem Mostert has the higher ceiling, but also with A-Chan coming back, um, it's hard to know exactly where Raheem Mostert will fit in or will not fit in against the Vegas Raiders. It should be a blowout, the Miami Dolphins, over the Vegas Raiders. Um, But then there's David Montgomery, who had uh, only a 38% snap share last week. Was he being just weaned back into it coming off his injury or not? I don't know. I think David Montgomery probably has the safer floor. He'll probably get... 10 fantasy points and Raheem Mostert could either get me 20 or he could get me five. Um, so I guess, I don't know. What would you guys do in that scenario? Raheem Mostert or Dave Montgomery? I would say start Raheem Mostert because um, the bears defense is from a season long perspective. It's, it's looked really terrible, but I think uh, recently the bears have actually been really good against the run. And so for me, um, you're, you're thinking that Miami's going to be just destroying Las Vegas and they're going to turn to the run game. So I would say that the, the volume potential for um, Mostert is going to be greater than what, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, than what uh, Montgomery is going to have. So I would, I would go Raheem Mostert. Okay. Josh? Yeah, that's that's where I'm leaning to, Raheem Mostert. Um, 
but yeah, no, that's that's kind of where I'd go. All right, and then uh, you guys, I don't know if maybe you two have this experience this week, maybe you don't, but I'm in a league where Taysom Hill was my only tight end, and he's on a bye this week, so I would, I'm going to have to pick up a tight end off the waiver wire. Uh, I won't sit here and make you start sit between all these players, but if you had to pick up just one, I mean, I'm looking at the waiver wire literally in this league right now. There's Tyler Conklin, there's Donald Parham, there's the Tennessee tight end, Chris something, I'm not even going to attempt his name, Michael Mayer, Chick. Daniel Bellinger, Noah Fant. I mean, it is bottom of the barrel, but um, if you were desperately trying to pick up a tight end off the waiver wire this week, is there anyone in particular you'd like over the other? Probably Conklin. I think he's seen more targets than people would realize. Um, So I would probably go with Conklin in that. Yeah, the names you said, Conklin or Parham, Parham, that's just because... um, Parm's, you know, red zone target for Herbie. Um, if there's anybody, you know, I don't know, Michael Mayer, he's probably gone. Um, Luke Musgrave, he's probably gone. But if those guys are available, take them. Michael um, Mayer is available. Luke Musgrave is not. Yeah, Michael Mayer's. he's one of those people. He, he might be a, a fun play, especially in a pass-heavy game. Okay. Well, I appreciate the input, boys. Those are some real-world examples. I just like to spice those in or splice those in when I can. Um, let's move on here, Josh. Um, we've got the FanDuel uh, pod play along here. We always like to pick a bust of the week when we have the time and we remember and we're actually good about doing our show notes. Who's your bust of the week in FanDuel this week, Josh? Well, I saw who you had put, and I had put in his uh, passer, uh, Josh Allen, who's had a turnover-heavy season, even – even though he is still kind of that top three QB in fantasy points, um, they're going up against the New York Jets stout defense. Um, once again, division games, kind of wonky. Um, but Josh Allen, recency, just $9,000. I'm not comfortable paying that much for him. Sure, yeah. The goose does appear to be cooked for the Bills mostly. Um, Josh alluded to it. I picked Stephon Diggs. In theory, playing Sauce Gardner all day. Um, the Bills are somewhat imploding. They play always seem to play to the level of their competition. Um, and the Jets are not good, so you shouldn't be expecting big things from the Bills this week. So Josh and I are fading Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs this week in the FanDuel. Um, I will note, since Nikita's listening, I know she didn't play this year, but it's not too late, Nikita. We're just doing our top five scores, and there's still eight weeks worth of playing. If you want to, anyone who's listening who's not playing in the pod play along, there's still time to hop in. You still have eight chances to put up the five best scores in the season, so it's not too late. Um, we'll move on, Josh, to um, just a little preview of the week. Is there any games you're particularly excited for? Any storylines you're watching this weekend? Justin Fields is coming back. Um, anything like that? Uh, I don't know who the Packers are playing off the top of my head. I'm pulling it up right now. But anything you're looking forward to in this particular weekend of football? Um, I guess I'm excited to see Devon Chan come back, um, see how he does. Obviously, he's one of my running backs in uh, our league, and I'm kind of on that. I'm not. I'm. I'm over the bubble in the playoffs, but my team has been very boomer bust in that league. So we will we will see if we can get some consistent running back play out of him. Um, and yeah, that's really all. 
Okay. Uh, I know I'm excited for the Chicago-Detroit game. Um, again, I'm hoping that has shoot-up potential, and it's a noon game, and I am guarantee that's going to be at least one of the games probably on Fox for me on Sunday. So I want to see a shootout because that's just exciting. Because um, I, I, I know I love Red Zone, but sometimes I'm just too lazy to put it on. Uh, I'll just watch one game versus watching Red Zone. Maybe I'll put it on this weekend because it's usually I prefer to watch the Vikings game solo. But anyways, I'm excited for a shootout. Los Angeles Chargers and Green Bay. Josh, what do you think about that game? I think it has... Um I think it has a possibility to be an absolute uh, kind of a kind of a bounce back game for Green Bay Packers to get into the conversation of number one overall pick this year. Um, really? And so, yeah. Well, I think Alexander's out. Um, yeah, everybody's hurt on Green Bay, it seems. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's going to be a. Uh, I think that Chargers going to feast. Um, the run game might be. I mean, they're good at stopping the run, but Eckler's solid, so don't necessarily. I I don't know how that's going to go, but yeah, I just I don't see much happening for uh for the old Packers this weekend. But we'll we'll see. I've been surprised before. Oh no, a little doom and gloom out of Josh, but yeah, we'll see. Um, every every year was it any given Sunday? That's what they say. Um, and I'm I'm genuinely sure. Sh- I thought for sure, looking at it two weeks ago and last week, I thought for sure the Minnesota Vikings and the Denver Broncos would get flexed at a Sunday night. I don't know that that's going to be a good game. I know the Broncos are coming over or uh, are coming off of a, somewhat of an upset. I think against the Bills, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, but I mean, I was just shocked that Minnesota and Denver is getting a Sunday night football game. I thought that was going to get flexed out for sure. Um, but I'm excited to see what the Vikings can do in prime time. Let's see what the Pastronauts got. Uh, before we leave here, Walters, is there anything you're particularly excited about this weekend? It could be a real NFL football game. It could be one of your fantasy performances. But since you were you you behaved so well, you were so quiet during the podcast. Unless you were called on, I'll give you a bit of a chance to talk about anything you want. Uh, so go ahead. I'm definitely not looking forward to my fantasy matchups. <laughs> Do all your teams stink I, this year? Or what? Oh, all my teams stink. It's awful. What what's your what's your best record in any league? Uh it's got to be the Victoria's Secret League. I believe I have seven wins in that league, and we play against the median. So yeah, actually, you know what? Do we play against the median in uh, Champs Branch Out? Sure do. That might actually be my best league. So you would have seven of a potential twenty wins in Victor- in the Victoria's Secret League. <laughs> It's not good. Oh no, Walters. Okay, well maybe this year's just not your. Maybe this is just your cocoon year, and then you will blossom into a beautiful fantasy butterfly next year. Yeah, watch out next year. (laughs) Okay, Um, (laughs) but we appreciate Walters for talking along with us. We appreciate Josh uh, as always, Nikita for listening live. It's always a treat uh, when we get Nikita to listen live. So shout out to her. She's uh, she's uh, probably our most quiet loyal fan. We have Al and we have Walters who can be very loud. Eric's and Mika who have maybe maybe taken more of a year off, especially Eric's. I mean, actually, I'll call out. I haven't seen Eric's do almost any chatting this year, so I don't know if I. I don't know if there's anything I could have done or something that kept him away, but he's been quiet in all the fantasy leagues. He's been quiet in the Discord. Um, I tried to message him once. I guess I'll call it out live now. I don't know if anything's up with Eric's, but um, you've obviously been much more quieter than we're used to this year. So if there's anything going on, Eric's, um, we're just strangers on the internet, but we're happy to be listening here at least. Hope everything's all right with you, Mr. Latvia. Um, 
But anyways, we will get out of here. Um, all that was to say, Nikita's probably our, our best, most quiet fan because she listens every week, as far as I know, and uh, you know she doesn't she doesn't participate too much in the Discord, but she still listens because she's a loving wife, and we can tell that by her listenership, but also by the amazing <laughs> anniversary gift she gave to Josh. So uh, we will get the hell out of here. It has been 31 minutes and 42 seconds since we've started to this point. Josh, do you want to say go Packers? Do you want to say anything else cool or funny? Or should we just play the song and leave? Go Packers? I'm happy I didn't uh, didn't get put on the IR for my thingy. And yeah. Well, that's right. We didn't even talk about that. Oh, well. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Go Packers. Going to the melting pot tonight. Be jealous. Oh, dude, I'm peanut butter and jealous. The melting pot's so good. Have fun, kids. Deuces. Bye. Let's see here. What, what, what do we got here? Gar. Walters. If 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 you were podcast episode looking at yourself in the mirror what what would you say if i were a podcast episode looking at myself in the i don't understand the question sorry never mind okay it was i was hoping you'd pick up the forky vibes but it's not oh i mean you you have to bait a little bit better than that god damn it you're just like me (laughs) thank you there you go (laughs) all right Stop recording now. Whoa, 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 Josh, you invited Walters to the stage? Are you sick? I think he started the stage. That he can't. Seven. Walters doesn't have the power to start the stage. I have the almighty power. Josh, have you been fake hating Walters all this time? Has it all been a ruse all these years? Well, yeah. Except for the days he doesn't. Think you know people, and then here you are just smacked in the face. Good.